Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. Well, good morning and welcome to Central Life TV. Pastor Keith here. I pray that you all had a wonderful Christmas and a very happy new year. Uh, One of the most important things that we can do in our lives is to learn how to accurately uh, hear God's voice, particularly at the beginning of a new year. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. And after all that's happened in the last couple of years, it might be a wise decision to seek God's face and see what he wants us to do from here. It's great to get into God's word, to get into prayer, get before God and spend some time with him, getting his answer, his mind and his thoughts on where we are to go. Let's just pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you and worship you today. We would ask you that you would speak to us today, that we would be able to accurately discern your voice from all the other voices that speak. We pray that your voice alone would lead, guide and teach us today. We place at the foot of the cross any burden that we are carrying so that we might hear your voice clearly and accurately. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, you know, to hear God's voice, it's a funny thing. You know, over the years I've heard many people say, God said this, God said that, God told me, God told me that. Some of those things came to pass, quite a number of those things, not so much. Uh, Even myself, I've felt very strongly an impression from God concerning a particular thing. And, um, you know, I've not gotten it as accurate as I would have liked to have done. And of course, that doesn't negate the point that I'm now going to stop trying to listen for God's voice because I get it wrong. I'm going to seek him more. I'm going to get into his face more. I'm going to say, Lord God, I need to hear you today. Uh, It's so important uh, in our Christian walk that we get the mind of God on our situation, on our work life, on our home life, in our relationships. And we get a lot of that straight from the physical word of God, which is awesome. But we also get it from the the Holy Spirit. It's Jesus said that he would teach us all things and he would lead us into all truth. That we can be confident of that. And so in that, we must believe that God still speaks. The Bible starts with, and in the beginning, God said... In the beginning, God said. And so all the way through Scripture, we read that God spoke to people, spoke to humans like you and me, about what he was about to do on the planet. He spoke to Adam. He spoke to Eve. He spoke to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. He spoke to um, Samuel and, and he spoke to Elijah and Elisha. And he spoke to Moses, of course. And he spoke to Joshua. And he spoke all throughout Isaiah and Jeremiah and and all the other major prophets in the Old Testament. There's also minor prophets, Amos and Habakkuk and and all of those 
He spoke. God spoke. He spoke all the way through. And then there's this period of silence uh, from the end of the Old Testament to when Jesus comes upon the earth. And Jesus came speaking. He came speaking. He gave us a revelation of God the Father. And he brought that to us so that we can now come boldly before God's throne of grace through Jesus Christ, putting our petitions before him, and we can expect an answer from God. First of all, the first step in hearing God's voice is that we must believe that he is able to speak to us. Now, he might come to you in a dream or a vision. Uh, the, the Old Testament says that God speaks by dreams and similitudes. So often in the Old Testament, you'll see Jacob dreamed his dream. Um, in the New Testament, we see Joseph was warned to take Mary and jo Jesus away in a dream. And so we know that God speaks through dreams as well. And so we need to be able to discern whether it was God or not. It's somewhat a little bit arrogant for us to think because I've not particularly heard God speak, therefore he doesn't speak. So, there, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's wrong theology. I think that we really need to understand that God spoke throughout the whole of the Bible and he's still speaking today. He speaks through his son, he speaks through the word, and he speaks through his spirit. And he still does speak through dreams and similitudes and things that happen in your lives. So these are the things that we must understand that God still does speak. So that raises a question. If God still is speaking, why are we not hearing? You know, the truth is that most of us do hear God. It's just that we don't discern his voice when he's speaking. Uh, sometimes we'll have a, an, we'll call it an intuition. It's not an intuition. It's coming from the heavens. It's coming from the Father in heaven of what he's, uh, what he's, where he's leading us. And it comes through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to our spirit. That's what the, the scriptures tell us. But sometimes we don't recognize it because there's so much noise in the background that we misinterpret what's being said. And how many times have you thought to yourself, gee, I wish I had taken notice of that thought. I wish I had done that when I thought that. You know, how many times has that happened in your life? It's happened in my life. I can't tell you how many times. So out of the Psalms, I'd like to read Psalm 27 and verse 14. It says this, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. It's really important that we learn to, to wait on his voice, to wait to hear from God. It's so critically important. And so I think that that is a key to hearing the voice of God. Out of Psalm 46 and verse 10, the psalmist writes, Be still and know that I am God. I will be honoured by every nation and I will and I will be honored throughout the world. Be still and know that I am God is just such a clear message to us to wait on God, to wait on him, to wait on his presence. Holy Spirit come, Holy Spirit speak, and he speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. 
When my, my kids were growing up, when they were young, uh, every Friday night, Diane and I would go out and have a date night. And we did that for years and years and years. Now that the kids have grown up and left home, we have a date night almost every night. But in those days, we had to make time for one another. And so in the same way, we need to make time for God. We need to make time for him so that we can wait upon him to hear his voice. Make an appointment. I've heard others say, I was listening to a message the other day and he was saying that we often make appointments for even people we don't like. Go to the dentist or whatever. You don't want to go there, but you make an appointment to go. And so it's important that we make an appointment with God. Lord, I'm going to meet with you, whatever, this day of the week or this hour of the day, or I'm going to just go and spend some time. Can we go and spend some time together, Lord? Go into a quiet room and just spend some time with God. Make time to hear the voice of God. It's a key. You do make time for things in your life that you value. You know, many people take time out for their sports. They take time out to watch their sports. They take time out to play games and to do other things. They take time out to spend time with their families. You make time for the things that you value. Uh, that goes for the house of God too. If we want to be, see God's house prosper, we'll make time for it. We'll make time for it. God wants to spend time with his people, but his people are often too busy to find time to spend with God. And I've been in that situation myself where life gets busy. Things just catch up on you, and, and next thing you know, you're, you're far too busy. You know, in the Old Testament, God gave us a really great picture of of that by saying you need to rest at least one day a week. Take a day out. He called it the Sabbath. We're living in the New Testament, of course, and we don't live under the law, but the principle applies that we still do need to take time out, and the best time out that you can take is with our Father in heaven. Our next point would be pray, worship, read and write in a journal. It's just such a wonderful key to get close to God. There's just something about writing in a journal that just slows your brain down, makes you stop and think about what you really want to say and say it with clarity. And also then after you've written those things, you might read a scripture and you might put the scripture in your journal. This is what I was reading. And then... We wait for God to speak, and then we, we journal what we feel that he's saying. We're learning. We're learning. We're, we're trying to learn what he's saying. So journal it down. Slow the mind down. Give God time to speak into your heart. One of the things I, I like to start with always in my day is gratitude. I, I love to start when, I'm, when I come before God is just to thank him, just to thank him for everything that he has done for me and my family. I like to thank him for where I live. I love to thank him for the nation that I live in. I like to thank him for my workplace. I like to thank him for my work colleagues. I like to thank him for my family and my friends and my health and the health of our church. I, that, I sort of start there with that gratitude. I'm just so grateful to God for all that he has done. And there are hard times. Don't get me wrong. There have been some 
very difficult times over our life. But God is faithful. This is that which I know. My God is faithful. No matter what comes, I'm grateful for that I have my Father in heaven. So I like to start there. The next thing to do would be to lay down your burden. If you've got something going on in your family or you've got something going on in your health or you've got something going on in your life, you you put that before God because, honestly, you're not going to think clearly enough until you've done that. It's just so important for us to clear away the clutter of our minds. No matter how right that thinking may be, clear it out, get rid of it. I, I just want to be with me and God. That's really important. I really suggest you worship. I'm fortunate in that I can play a guitar. I play my guitar and I just worship to God. I just give him my worship. Uh, If you need to put worship music on, put some worship music on and listen to that. Whatever gets you into the presence of God, use that. Get into God's presence. Get into his throne room. Get before his throne. Get before your knees on his throne and just worship him. That's a key. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy and worthy of honor and glory. He's done wonderful and mighty things from the rising of the sun till the going down. He's worthy of, to be praised. I would suggest also when you're doing your journaling side and you're writing down, write your requests that you were making to God down as well. So you might start with the beginning of it saying your prayer basic prayer of gratitude, then you might say something like your prayers of burden, whatever they may be, put them down. Out of that phrase from Isaiah, my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. And I don't know about you, but my desire is to be to flip that on its head and say, I want my ways to be your ways, Lord God. I want my thoughts to be your thoughts. I want my actions to be your actions. That's how I pray. Because I know that in the natural, in the natural, my thoughts are not his thoughts. My ways are not his ways. His ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than mine. So I need to get them. I need to get hold of the very thoughts of God. And when you're writing, you might find that God says something that you weren't praying about. He might talk to you about something completely unrelated. Write it down. Write down what he says. Just write it down and come back to it later and have a look and see if it makes sense in the context of your week or your day. Then weigh up what you hear. It's so important. Number one, God never contradicts his own written word, ever. It will never happen. He won't do it. So if you're hearing something that's contrary to the word of God, it ain't God, straight up. Rarely does he ever speak harshly. He won't condemn you and he certainly won't ridicule you or he won't speak in any condescending tone. It's not the way that he works. He is a loving, loving father. He is our daddy God, Abba, father, daddy God. He is our father in heaven who loves us. And when you think that he doesn't, that's the lie of the devil because he loves you always. Are your thoughts or burdens on a particular topic just burning in your mind and your heart? You know, try and move those aside if you can. Put them aside. If you can't, put them at the cross. Give them to Jesus. Put them at the foot of the cross and then leave it. 
then come back to prayer. And of course, the last thing, and I think this is the critical thing, Father, if this is your word, please confirm it by two or three witnesses. God has no problem whatsoever in you asking him for a confirmation of his word. In fact, he says it in scripture a lot. I'm not saying to test God, but you want to know that what you're hearing is accurate and correct. Therefore, because we are human, he understands our frame and that we are but dust. And so therefore, if you go to God and say, Father God, please confirm your word to me with two or three witnesses, in Jesus' name, amen. If it was God speaking, he will confirm that word. He will confirm that word. 100%. So friends, if you want to have God speak into your life, you'll need to spend time in his presence. Listen for that small, still voice. Our Father wants to commune with his children. It's time that we develop our spiritual ears to hear clearly and accurately so that we might know the good and perfect will of our Father who is in heaven. The book of Romans tells us that that's possible. So we can know the good and perfect will of our Father. Let's just pray as we finish this morning. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would develop the ability to hear your voice clearly. Not the voice of our own will, our desires or emotions, but your small, still voice. And as the days move forward, we would become astute in knowing your voice above all others. Teach us, lead us, and speak to us by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. May he keep you, and I will see you again soon. Bye. Thank you for listening, and a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.